We are Tim and Michelle Hill with Connect Over Coffee, and this is the Morning Moments Matter Show. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings for about 10 minutes over a cup of coffee to encourage you to make your moments count. In our last episode, we talked about micro habits, and we said they're really tiny, frictionless actions that we can take to start the habit forming process. Then after a micro habit is formed, we can grow it into something larger. Larger. Today larger. we're going to talk about another kind of habit, cornerstone habits, or sometimes they're called keystone habits. The concept originated with Charles Duhigg in his book, The Power of Habits. Other people have talked about this, but that's where it started. His definition of a cornerstone habit is a habit that people introduce into their routines that unintentionally carry over into other aspects of their lives. That sounds very academic. Very One of yeah, those it quotes kind of that's bland. a really good quote, but you have to break it down and it's kind of boring. So let's give some examples or analogies of that. I see them like a set of dominoes set up. The first one falls and then each one falls after that and so on. And then they all start to fall. So if you pick the right domino, the keystone habit that you want to, to start making a difference in, get that in place. And then the ones after that will just happen because they just, they knock into each other, they build, they trickle down, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> You've just mixed it's, six metaphors there. <laughs> well, you know, I try to bring in a larger audience, cast a wider net. Um, and it may even have benefits that you don't know about, which would be a bonus. A bonus. Yeah. Bonus. Bonus. So that domino was an analogy. Let's give an example. This is a faith-based example, but you'll get the idea. Lifeway Christian Resources did a study a number of years ago about different Christian habits, and they were looking to see if any one habit influenced or led to any of the other habits. And what they found is that if people read their Bible, they were more likely to do all of the other activities that they were studying. So they were more likely to pray, for example, or volunteer in their church. And when they looked at it the other way around, there was absolutely no correlation. So just because someone prayed or volunteered did not mean that they were more likely to read their Bible or do any of the other things that they were looking at. So they determined that Bible reading is a cornerstone Christian habit. You can see it in exercise, too. So if you exercise, you're more likely to make better food choices. You're more likely to sleep better. Your mental health would then improve, and you would deal with stress better. That would improve your work and your relationships and starts a whole cascade of other benefits beyond the original exercise. Does that make sense? It makes sense. A I cascade see. of dominoes. A casc a, yes, we probably should have stuck to one <laughs> analogy throughout this. Actually, I did change a few things to domino to remind myself. So do you see any keystone habits at work in your life? I do. During the pandemic, I started to read more, a lot more. I'd always read in the past, but I'd read a book and then it may be another month or two before I read another book. <laughs> but in the pandemic, I've gone from book to book to book. I mean, like I've got them lined up. I plan it. I, <laughs> I'm getting close to the end of one and I get on Amazon and figure out which one I want to read next. Fiction and nonfiction. And I noticed that when I read science fiction or the action books that take place all over the world, I would stop when I hit a new word that I didn't know the meaning of. So I would look it up, or if it was in a place that I didn't know, I would look up on the maps mm -hmm. um, and see what they're talking about to see, hey, how did that go down in that city with the, the city blocks or the buildings or something <laughs> like that? And that increased my vocabulary. It increased my comprehension of what they were talking about and things like that. Also in the nonfiction, in the business books, I would learn more about a business, a method that I had not heard of, and I want to be more curious about that. So I dive deeper, learn more about them. I'd hear about something else and I'd go into that as well. So it expanded my business knowledge too. And then the other thing, it helped me prepare for bedtime because 
I would start to read in the evening. It would uh, chill me out a little bit. I'd be more relaxed and I would fall asleep easier, which would lead to better sleep, longer sleep. And then I would be able to wake up earlier and wake up better so that I could get up, start the day with more energy throughout the day and just have a better day all because of a better night's sleep. All those things from the Keystone habit of reading. That's awesome. Here's one for me. Mine is meal planning. If I plan meals ahead of time, then I actually shop only once a week and I will shop according to a plan that I've made or I'll order online so I'm not even tempted at all stepping in the store. And that means I don't have snacks and I don't have sweets around and if they're not available, I won't eat them. And so because I meal planned, I eat better and and that will make me healthier and lead to all of the other things. If I don't plan ahead, I make last minute choices based on convenience and not health and will eat out more often. It means I'm gonna eat more junk. It also means I'm gonna be less productive because we make more visits to the grocery store, more time out of my day to run into the grocery store every day. And that's going to mean that I'm in there every day. I'm going to buy stuff I don't need. So planning saves time and money for me also. So let's switch and talk about how this can impact us negatively because cornerstone habits aren't just good habits. They can be bad habits too. So what's an example of a negative keystone habit? Well, I think it's the, the hustle, hustle, grind, grind mindset. The overtime, you know, you work more, work more on steroids. We all need to work and we get a lot done, but it's easy for that to spill over into our evenings and into our weekends and late at night, early in the morning, all the time. I have taken messages while I was mowing the yard, I get a text and it's a question about a, a quote or inventory or something like that. And I would answer it right then. So it's easy to fall into that habit if we don't set hard boundaries. Yeah. So we, we think we're getting more done and we may be getting more done, but at what cost? It interrupted my time in the yard, which I enjoy, or working on the pool, which was my quiet time, or time away from family or friends or ourselves or, or whatever it is. If we didn't have that boundary, it takes too much time away from the other things. So we would just work whenever, however, wherever, whatever, and that could lead to burnout. So if you set those limits and have a certain time, I must stop to do something with the family or do something else. We're more productive during that time because we know we have to get it done during that time, during the work hours. And then we set that hard boundary and we have our family time or, or whatever it is. So it can be negative without the boundaries. Absolutely. So for me, in my life, it would be not going to bed on time. If I stay up late, if I get into a habit of leaky bedtime where I just, well, I'll stay up 20 minutes later, 30 minutes later, the next thing I know it's midnight, it's one o'clock and getting up at 5.30 just does not happen when I go to bed late. So then that leads to sleeping in and then that leads to getting up later and being behind and starting work late and then not being as productive because I'm tired and it just snowballs into all these things where if I can make sure I go to bed on time, it, it makes such a big difference. So let's talk about why is this important. So let you listeners in on a little secret. We are developing a program based on these two ideas, micro habits and cornerstone habits, where we help you form 12 small cornerstone habits that help you get your life together because we think that these are a really powerful way to design our own behavior with intention so that we can live the life we want to live and become the people that we want to become. Because we've talked about how it can be overwhelming to make big changes in your life, overhaul everything all at once, and 
you start and then you stop because it's too yeah. much and then, then you don't do anything. And there's an awful lot of noise out there when you want to learn how to be healthy, for instance. And what if there's more than you know one thing you need to work on? How do you put all that together? So if you need to get your finances under control or lose weight, reduce stress, improve your marriage, it can get overwhelming and you quit before you start. I've had that exact thought process like, oh, I need to do this and this and this and this to really get my life together. And there's no way like there's just no way that that is all going to happen at the same time. And I, I give up before I even start. And then that turns into that's just not possible for me. I can't be that person that I want to be. And that's just not true. So that's why this concept is important, because if we want to make changes in our life and we start with these cornerstone micro habits, they cascade into bigger choices as well as help support each other along the way. So they they domino both into there we go. They, they domino <laughs> into both larger habits and into other areas of life. So if you think about one of those, you know, those amazing domino setups, I don't know, there must be a word for it in the domino culture. There has to be. Yes, but where I'm you sure push one and that leads to like three or four other the one goes down and then the three or four go down and that leads off into and, all these yeah, things. And it kind of spider webs out yeah. in different directions and Yeah, that's what it will do. The one habit will have that domino effect into other things, other areas of life. And that builds our confidence and it builds our momentum and it makes the outcome that you want easier to achieve and longer lasting. And you aren't relying on motivation and willpower to get you there. I agree. Because if you have that momentum, you're going to hit bumps along the way. Sure. And if you've got some good rolling speed, you can hit the bump and go over it and keep moving. But if you're just going along real slow, you hit that bump or that roadblock and it stops you. So if you've got the momentum to keep going, it helps you to be more successful. So if you want to make changes in your life, why not start with something that will give you that domino effect and make it much easier? Today's to-go cup takeaway question is, what is one good or bad habit that you have <laughs> that influences a lot of other things in your life? What is a cornerstone habit in your life? I had a panic moment because I was thinking that we hadn't made a to-go cup <laughs> takeaway for today. And now I thought, read the, the I thought you were reading one. the one from yesterday. Yeah. Oh, I, I figured it out somehow. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by the Morning Moments Matters box. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. We look forward to having coffee and conversation with you every morning. We'll be back Friday at 7 a.m. Central, so make plans to join us then. We are halfway through the week, so until Ooh. Friday... Remember that your best day starts this very morning. Stay caffeinated, y'all. The synchronicity of habits. I don't know what that means. Hmm? That means nothing. It does to me. The synchronicity of music. The synchronicity of habits. What are you talking about? It's Wildcat Wednesday. This is our show about doomsday preppers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're making a radical change in our format today with no prior warning. To anyone. First thing for doomsday preppers, make a still. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be one of those days. Then after you make a still, make some coffee. No, I'm not ready. Time marches on, baby. It's good All morning, right. everybody. I was close. Actually, I was late. <laughs> yes, you were late. <laughs> the concept original... Back it up. Back it up. Because I have a habit, or if I, if I don't have a habit of 
Yeah, this was a hard... <laughs> okay, start that sentence <laughs> over. Good job, baby. Why, thank you, kind sir. You're amazing. Every day, you amaze me more with all the things you do. I am a lucky man. I figure if I don't answer you, you'll just keep spilling, keep spilling out the good off. stuff. And you, you inspire me. You're beautiful. <laughs> you move me. You thrill me. Everything. You're all I need. That's very sweet. Guess what? What? We're going to be late. <laughs> <laughs>